Hello everyone, this is Rico, and this is another episode of Treks in Sci-Fi for all of you. Today it's, uh, let's see, it's Sunday? Yeah, it's a Sunday. Oh, man, I, I have trouble with days. These I just can't do it anymore. It is the 28th of March. It is still 2021. At least it's not 2020. And this is show 813, and I have on Skype with me Chris Clemente. Hi, Chris. Hello. It's been a while. You know, when I when I loaded up Skype... I noticed we must have done a show like, I don't know, it looked, it was about six months or something ago. I can't remember what the last thing we did together, just you and I, no group. What was it? Oh, holy crap. Crazy. That's, that's bad, isn't it? <laughs> I think, boy, I don't know. It was something probably... Star Wars related, wasn't it? Mm. Was it? Or was it Trek? Mm. That's terrible. I will look I think back. it was I I'm going to say it was comic book related but I might be incorrect oh, about that. Oh. It wasn't Dune. It wasn't something around no. Dune. No. No. The movie that will never uh be released, right? <laughs> uh Oh, I saw the funniest thing. Somebody had photoshopped um Scarlett Johansson and made her look like she was about 80 years old. And uh it was like at the at the world premiere of the Black Widow movie, you know, cuz <laughs> they keep shoving they keep yeah. shoving these movies off into the the abyss of the oblivion of, you know, let's just shove it out a few more months. And I just yeah. saw that uh, Brian posted up there, supposedly going to do a San Diego Comic-Con around Thanksgiving, supposedly. I mean, if we're, if we're not good in like six, eight months from now, we're never going to be good. We might as well just give up. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I, I know you're in Florida. I'm in Michigan. I mean, even up here, people have pretty much given up already. You know what I mean? Like, screw it. Yes. Vaccinated or not vaccinated. You know, they're just, they're just doing whatever they're just, yeah, well, you, you know, I'm in Florida. So like <laughs> they never, nobody ever even acted like there was a pandemic here. I, I know. Think. It's like, uh, I think you guys did in that first month or so. Right. And then after that, it was pretty, we, we did a shutdown between uh, March and May, like the end of March and the beginning of May. And then once May 1st happened, it was like, all right, we're done. You know, like we did our thing. <laughs> we, we, hey, we we participated. We got our participation trophy. So, all right, but, uh, let's not talk too much about pandemic. We're, by the way, we did a comic movie, comic book movies. Uh, oh, that's what it was. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Which so, is sort I, of very much related to what we're going to talk about here. Which is there's this little thing called the Snyder Cut, which it, I do love the name. I do love. I don't know who coined that term. That that's something to figure out. But. Um, I guess it's easy to figure out, but this uh, Snyder Cut of Justice League came out, I guess it's only been a little more than a week, right? It was like... It was Friday, last Friday, yeah, so... Yeah, so it's, it's only been a little more than a week. I mean, we were talking and texting a little bit about it last week, and we said, hey, we, we should, you know, we're both big comic nerds. We should uh, maybe do a podcast about it to talk about it rather than to <laughs> wear our thumbs out and just text about it, so... Uh, but um, but yeah, so we've done comic books before. So I think everybody knows. Everybody knows certainly that I, I've read comics for a long time. I, I guess I don't remember if you did it on our show, but you've read comics for a long time. Would you say you're more DC than Marvel? Would you say you're even? Would you just go with whatever characters you like? What, well, what, what would you say on that? For me, as a you know, it was always phases as a kid. But, uh -huh. um, you know, the first love of uh, superheroes for me was... It was the big three, which is Superman, Batman, Spider Man. You know, like um, uh -huh. That's because good, when I was little, three. the bat the Batman show and Super Friends were were big on TV. Yeah. Um, 
uh, Superman, the movie, you know, there was a couple of those out when I was a a little kid. And of course, Spider-Man, like, you know, every kid just loves Spider-Man. And I had, you know, the Mego toys. Um, But, you know, I kind of transitioned. I read a lot. Mostly I was Superman, Batman. Like I said, those three were my favorite. I didn't really consider too much. X-Men, I got into when I was about in middle school, and that became like my biggest Marvel There's a very angsty teen thing to yeah. read, you know, basically, because they're all kind of like, you know, the 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 heroes that aren't the heroes, right? The, that everyone hates kind of thing. You know? I always say, like, I never really rated the Avengers. I never really cared too much about anything that wasn't X-Men or Spider-Man in Marvel. You know, like uh-huh. they would show they would show up, you know, like I'm sure I probably went through a Punisher phase as well. And I was like trying to be like a, some kind of badass, like, oh, I like the Punisher. Let me put, draw this skull symbol. But, um, he's like the Batman that kills, you know, everyone. Yeah. 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 But like, I've always had like that kind of special place in my heart for a Superman, Batman. Yeah. Um, you know, I think, like I said, I think every kid, every, uh, like all three of my sons have, kind of gone through all similar phases in superheroes superman batman spider yeah i mean yeah you know what i mean yeah yeah and um and uh yeah so like i've always kind of lamented the fact that and this is before superhero movies were even what there weren't even a we're barely there right they had to be these they were a very rare thing that we would we were lucky to get like every say four or five years or something so so like i always say like there was in batman uh, forever when Batman says something about Metropolis, and you're like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> right, you know, yeah, they never crossed over. I mean, I mean, right. all those early uh, superhero movies, you know, the idea of having these these characters actually, you know, team up or meet up was, was just like, no, you can't, you can't do that. <laughs> and that, and a lot of that has to do with there was, you know, like especially with Marvel, was they sold off. Because Marvel, which people have a hard time thinking about nowadays, like in the 90s, yeah. was about to go out of business. Oh, yeah. Well, they basically, they did go bankrupt. They declared bankruptcy. Yeah. So Yeah, uh, so they uh, basically sold off. They made money. They made they, they got capital by selling Spider-Man and Fantastic Four uh, to um, Sony. Yeah. Or to yep. Fo- I don't know. I don't, can't remember who got what. But anyway, Fox got the X-Men and some other stuff. So, like, you know, they, they made... So what happened is they had their own fragmented universe, but they were kind of, you know, what when that's why it was a big deal too. Like on things like TV shows, when you would get crossovers and things like like on Smallville, you know, you'd mm-hmm. have those those heroes come in on Smallville, uh, the old Smallville show. All of a sudden, you yeah. see Green Green Arrow, and um, they had their own versions of all those heroes. And so now we're like in this place where like not only do you have like something like the Marvel cinematic universe, which is like this huge connected story <laughs> with TV shows and 20 something. It's like movies. an unstoppable juggernaut, right. frankly. I but mean, now, it, you know, it, it, it really is. And I, I mean, we could, we could talk about it briefly, but I mean, they, they, I still, you know, I still, and we were just texting a little bit about it. I mean, like these, these Marvel shows have been pretty cool and they're different a little bit, you know, these mm-hmm. new ones, at least WandaVision and the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So, um, I think they can do it on, you know, and it's, it's a nice little like side piece to the movies, right? Right. And they keep them connected. Yeah. So. Like they, like I was, we were talking about before we started recording, it's like when you had your, your big comic book events, but you had those ancillary, you know, over in Captain America, there'd be a, a Inferno, you know, um, yeah. 
uh, you know, you can read about how he's what he's doing during this crossover event in his own book, and it sort of like just expands the universe, which is fine. You're going to get these heroes sort of filling out the the gaps between movies, and and this takes place all. I think the last two shows are very similar in time frame. I'm thinking um, as we far have, as uh, Loki, right? And uh, what's the other one? The other live well, action. Well, I mean, like WandaVision and. Uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, I think, are kind of taking place in the same time frame, like right yeah. after game. Um, I don't know about Loki because it seems like it's going to be kind of like a galaxy hopping kind of weird thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then you have Hawkeye, right? So. Oh, right, the Hawkeye one, right? Well, they're also yeah. doing the. Um, uh, it's probably further out, aren't they? Doing a She-Hulk, isn't that live action? Yes. I think they. Yeah. yeah, and they hired they. I forget the the person that they. Yeah, they, the uh, one that was in that show about like clones, which I never did watch. Oh right, right, like, right, right, Titiana, right. Tatiana, Orphan, something. Orphan Black, right? Yeah, that, yeah. So, but then you've got DC, and you know, like I was saying earlier, it's like I just wanted to have like a Justice League you know, movie, like a real proper, and it's just like I wanted to have an X-Men movie, and I, I got that wish fulfilled, you know, I saw the first X-Men movie, and I almost lost my mind, but, um, mm -hmm. yeah, and then we just never would, you never got it, and we were finally, you know, you get, you finally decide, like, they finally decide we're going to try to, to well, do this. Doing, and, yeah, they kept doing Batman over and over, kind yeah. of, somewhat, I mean, you know, the, the Nolan movies, I, I like, I think those are really, really solid movies, and, uh, and then they started with, um, I guess the the Snyder the start of them was was Man, Man of, of Steel, Steel, right? You know, like I, I mean, the thing is, like the Dark Knight movie movie series doesn't really lend itself to that kind of universe. It's more oh, you, you know, mean like, to be uh, connected to yeah, the it's rest like a, type of it's thing. Like a, um, I always said it was like Law and Order Batman, or you know what I mean. It was more like uh, a little bit more grounded. It was you know, it, it would be really hard for me to picture. Superman flying into that universe, you know what I mean? Like it just wouldn't seem to fit. Um, but yeah, that's fine. I, 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 yeah, could could be. I mean, you know, one of the things that's always tricky with this stuff is, you know, like Marvel has kind of danced around it a bit, but I mean, like uh, they've even joked about it at times, where like, oh, what was it? Civil War, right? It had no, there was no Thor, right? And no uh, Hulk, right? Yes. Yeah. So it was like, okay, where are you guys? You know what I mean? Kind of, you know, it's, <laughs> it's, it's tricky when you have this, like everyone, you know, but then again, you know, I, I, I've never really in reading comics, I don't know, maybe people with TV and movies have a harder time with that maybe, but it's never really bothered me. Right. I mean, that, no. like, you know, Superman's not going to swoop into everything that's going on. You know, they've got that new, which has been really good so far, that new Superman show, which is supposed to be connected to the other CW shows. But, you know, he's, know. they're not they're not jumping, you know, they're not flying. He's not flying off to help them and they're not coming to help him or anything. So but anyway, so we get to so we get to Man of Steel. Right. And then, you know, they say. You know, I remember that it was like the biggest thing was like, oh, they made they're going to bring Batman in and they're going to cast Batman and they're going to have this Batman versus Superman movie. And, you know, Dark Knight Returns is a big influence for some people. I, I think it's fine as a what if story, but you mean the comic, right? 
the right yeah. and that's clearly what you know Zack snyder really loved that comic and he wanted that aesthetic for batman and that was uh, you know it is what it is well he and makes that, it, you know Zack snyder has obviously a, a history and a rep for you know he doesn't make movies about butterflies and puppies oh watchmen know? is like you know <laughs> i like the watchmen movie oh, yeah, it's great. you know i like his stuff but but i but i also feel that he's also He's also we can get into this as we discuss the you know the Snyder cut thing a, a lot more, but he he definitely has a style that it's like that's a Zack Snyder movie, you know what I mean? Yeah, slow motion. It, 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 it isn't really. It's just I don't know if that's a good. I, I I'm not even really going to say it's a good or a bad thing. It's just that's the way he he makes movies, right? You, you know, sure. even Steven Spielberg has that, you know. All those Spielberg movies, you know, especially in his early films, you could you can tell it's it's a Spielberg movie for a lot of reasons. Um, although I would say that um, I think that's more just the general tone a little bit than you know the way the camera moves or shots are formed and all that. There's that too. But anyway, we're di- yeah. diverging. So a little I mean, bit. anyway, the go ahead. The problem is yeah. is that you know, look, uh, Batman versus Superman was a divisive film and not everybody liked yeah, it. Yeah, let's take a pause there for a second or two. I mean, <laughs> we've talked about these before. Now, I, I've come to sort of appreciate these those both of those movies a little bit right. more than I did when I when I when I first watched them. My my biggest point has always been I I just feel that the character of Superman needs to just be a little bit more of a brighter, shining kind of hope thing than he comes off as in those movies. That I don't really mind Batman having problem with Superman or fighting Superman or any of that. That's happened. It's happened many times, but sure. But it just and I love I love the casting. You know, Henry Cavill I think is fantastic as Superman, and I, I've seen him do other things. You know, and he can, he's certainly capable of of a bigger range than they they sometimes give him. But um, so anyway, but what I know yeah. you enjoyed both of those movies yeah, a lot so more like, than I. I did. know that yeah. you and I had arguments about. Both of those movies, <laughs> and of course, I wouldn't say arguments, but you know, but yeah, we had no. disagreement as yeah. far as you really. Well, were... Batman versus Superman. When I first saw it, and yeah. like I said, I've grown to appreciate it a little bit more. But I really, it was hard for me to watch just in, in for for a few reasons. I mean, just the just the grim tone a bit, you know, and the I don't mind the idea. Like I just, I think I was texting you and told you about it. I, I think you said you've read it, or maybe not all of it. You've read that Injustice comic or some of it? Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Which is essentially, this is no spoiler, but I mean, it's a long, long comic, and uh, it's essentially what Snyder Cut sets up. It's it's a sort of a a scenario where Superman, you know, it's not exactly the same, but it's close to the same, where Superman has basically set himself up as king of the world, essentially, and he's trying to make everything good for people, but he's also... A tyrant, so right. uh, so yeah. That that. Um, but go ahead about the uh, bat B versus S. <laughs> so I mean, I I think, I mean, I I'm a fan of Zack Snyder. I like his style. I I, I I'm, you know, I'm definitely I, more in now. I'll tell you that. I mean, we'll talk about Snyder yeah. cut and and. Uh, but I I'm, I'm you know I'm being pulled over to to that. That's for sure. It, more. You can't beat Christopher Reeve. You know what I mean? Like in my mind. Oh, for the it, for the yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. So, like, I think that if you're going to do, and they tried to do like Superman Returns with Brandon Routh, which you know was 
okay and he was good but like the movie itself you know was problematic for a few reasons um and i don't think that it would i think that doing man of steel which is like let's just take superman and make him modern and give him some modern mm-hmm. you know sensibilities I, I i really really enjoyed man of steel i thought that um it was a good sort of this is Superman. He's got powers, but like he doesn't really. I wanted to see not... them do more with him as Clark too. Was was yeah. also part of both for both of those. I wanted to see more Clark, especially with Man of Steel, obviously. But yeah. I wanted to see more of that that side too. You es- know, especially since you know the funny thing about it is those Christopher Reeve movies. I mean, I don't know if you could break down the running time, but there was a lot of Clark <laughs> in those movies. There is, yeah, There's and, a and lot I of mean, Clark. You know. But Christopher Reeve is sort of like a perfect sort of Silver Age Superman, you know, like... Oh, yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? Like, he's he's just, you know, gosh golly, you know... And, and you that's, don't really... It does not come off... It works for him. Yes, you know that's what, what I mean? I'm saying. It's it, totally it would... like it works, but, you know, and you probably... I think where you're going is they probably really can't do that now. Right. Exactly. Yeah. No, it just know? doesn't... It's. You, you, I mean... You guys got to ring true for audiences a little bit. You know, you don't uh-huh. see too many people walking around going golly. And, you know, I mean, like, I think that what is somebody that grows up in Kansas may change a little bit. And, yeah, and I think the closest they they're cutting it right now and doing a pretty good job, you know, is is this Superman and Lois show. I mean, right. it's 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 quite a bit different because he's playing a uh, a dad. You know, he's got right. two sons on the show. So even though it's quite amazing, I looked up. That Tyler, and I'm not even going to try to say his last name, but he, I think he's only like in his maybe mid-30s or something. You know, like for him to have two teenage kids, yeah. it's like, okay. Well, they make a reference to it like in the first episode. Like, Gene yeah. Clark, you don't seem to age, you know, and it's like. Uh, yeah, and, and the actress playing Lois is a little bit older. I think she's now 40, but still they're they're. And I get it. They they want to have that, you know, they're both, you know, young, adult, you know, good looking and all that. You know, that's the CW style. And, 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 and you know, the you're not going to get probably 50 year olds, you know, right. Uh-huh. They're not they're not going to hire because especially since the these shows tend to run a number of years, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, if this show runs like seven, eight years or whatever, you know, you know they want someone that, you know, they could probably still get away with saying, oh, look, Superman looks the same as he did eight years ago. You know, pretty much <laughs> type of thing. But anyway, go so, back to your. I don't know. I thought that the re- the reason I really enjoyed Batman versus Superman. One of the reasons was I said, well, it's kind of a self aware movie. Like you, 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 you made a big deal. Like a lot of people did. Like, oh, Superman's fighting Zod and they're destroying the city and all this stuff. I mean, the city was already destroyed. There was a big ship like destroying the city in the middle of it. It wasn't like they oh, started. Oh yeah, the- right. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I mean, so whatever. So get Superman's out of town. Try- Take him out of he's town. He's trying to figure out how to do that he's 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 new at being superman um so then in the next movie it's like hey you know what not everybody was cool with superman <laughs> having a fight and wrecking you know, the place pers- i did yeah, like so, that part of it i mean i right, like you know, the like, idea that dude you're 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 wrecking pete that you know you're wrecking the place i know you said you watched here's a quick tangent but you watched that invincible um yes i've only right. watched the first episode this is a new comic book animated thing on um, amazon prime Robert Kirkman, um, who's famous for The Walking Dead, wrote the comic. Uh, but anyway, my my quick point of this is I only watched the first episode so far of that, but <laughs> there's a lot of city wrecking going on already yes. in that. Yeah, and there's more to come. Um, yeah, oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. But, um, and you look, 
I'm not look. I'm not going to say that I'm. I want Superman to be like mopey and be like. I mean, that's not really the character. But it is okay for him to have human sort of concerns. And I mean, because otherwise, yeah. you know, people have always said about Superman, the criticism is he's boring. He's got too many powers. And so it's like, well, that's kind of well, true. The comics these days are kind of. They've certainly. They're certainly like that. I mean, the big thing in the comic book world is, you know, they they got a um, they hired a writer who was who worked at Marvel, Brian Munkabendis. He's over at DC now, and he took over Superman. And first thing he does is Clark Kent says he's Superman to the world. Right. So, so with that goes a lot of like, you know, did I do the right thing? What have I done? Type of, you know, yeah, his- yeah. I mean, but like if. If I'm a kid, I'm like, oh, man, Batman and Superman are supposed to be buddies. So kind of, but, you know, I kind of see after watching the Snyder cut and kind of reading some interviews with Zack Snyder and where he wanted to go, what he, he wanted, he wanted things to start off with a lot of conflict to, to kind of bring everybody together and to get to that point, like, yeah, where you, you get your Superman, that's Superman and he has to go through dying you know, and coming back. Speaking of and, that, do you know if. When he made Batman versus Superman, did they already have a green light or did he have this Justice League plan no, was, idea laid out? I believe he did. I think, I mean, remember, um, it was going to be two parts. So, all right. Uh, yeah. You know, that was already a thing when they were announcing, like, we're going to do Justice League one and Justice League two. That was already set in stone. And then when, when he had his issue, which I think Warner Brothers took advantage of to say, look, we're going to change direction um, because corporations and studios are heartless. Um, and they bring in Joss Whedon to say, well, we're going to take all this stuff, make it into a, it has to be under two hours. And um, then, you know, that's how you get that movie they put out four years ago, which, yeah, you know, you know what I mean? Like, the jo- as they're calling it now, the Justice, the Justice movie League. or whatever, right? <laughs> Justice League. So, and like, I was somebody, again, who liked both of those movies. And then the, when you go to see the, 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 the Whedon version, which, again, I've been wanting to see a Justice League movie since I was, you know, five years old. Yeah. Um, it's sort it's, of jarring, right? It's just sort of was there. Like, yeah. Um, now we know they that he... You know, about seventy plus percent of that movie was his stuff. You know, that, that twenty seventeen version. Yeah, and he basically just, took a lot of things and 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 reshot them specifically for that movie to right. So you know, put the, was, put that tone in, put try to put you know, quote unquote, more humor in, lighten things up, and and all. And you're right. The that just. <sighs> If it if that movie had just been like plopped down, it might have been more better received or whatever. But the fact that they had those other two movies before it, it was like, hmm, you know. And my biggest thing about that movie was, yeah, it, it felt a little. The tone of it was was weird, obviously. But the the Justice movie or whatever, which I kind of hate that now. Uh, <laughs> it's just like whatever. The 2017 version, the theatrical version. It's funny that we can say theatrical version, you know, because I, I don't have, have you haven't heard anything of them, any any talk of Snyder Cut being put into theaters at all, have you? No, no, I don't. I don't think that I think it's a max exclusive, which means that they it's theirs. Um, oh, I did not know. I did not know that they 
couldn't potentially, you know, when let's say, you know, theaters get kind of back up and going, you know, say three, four, five, I don't know, maybe they can make any kind of deal they probably want, well, but, um, yeah. we but can the, talk uh, about that, but yeah. there's a, there's apparently a civil war going on between Warner brothers and HBO max <laughs> because HBO max is obviously game. This is, you know, fans I mean, look, there's been a lot of talk about, are these fans toxic? I don't think so. I think that they just didn't like that last movie. And, they, and when they found well, out from, Za- from Zack Snyder... I kind of hate... Like- I, I've become toxic over the idea of toxic fandom because I, I don't... I, I think people get... It's the same thing with even, you know, not to get political or whatever here. Not, not really political, but, you know let's not dump everybody into the same category like right. you know a racist person would do you know just because just because there's some fans out there that weren't happy with justice league you know and then there's all this talk of like you know oh all these fans bitched or whatever for so long and then they got you know snyder and i'm like no you know there's a little of that but it's also they saw p- potential to do what you know this could make them some money Get yeah. more subscribers. So I mean, these I guys mean, are. This is these guys. This is all a, honestly just a business to them. Yes. I mean, there and, are fans in these companies that that want to see some of this. You always hear about that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But they're not. That's not enough for them to you know here have another seventy million to do this. You no. know whatever. No, I mean, and and look as as far as I go, like I was curious. I'm like, well, I certainly would like to see what his you know what yeah. what his vision was moving forward and if it whether it was good or bad i was just I, i'm always curious for these sorts of things like if somebody says like oh yeah we say, you watch all those you know you watch extended cuts i watch yeah. them you know all that stuff is you know we're in this we we both talk about it all the time we're in this golden age where we're literally just handed this stuff right yeah i mean right. oh my I mean, gosh i mean do you remember the old days of like, oh, they put Wrath of Khan on TV. Oh, look, there's three seconds over there that they had. Oh, wait, <laughs> wait, I don't remember this scene. Was this, oh, you know, like, right. I mean, nowadays it's like <laughs> a right, movie so- comes out and then like three months go by, if that, and, and you can get a, you know, a 4K Blu-ray. Oh, with 25 more minutes of stuff and three <laughs> hours of documentaries. And if that's not enough... <laughs> We talked right. to the mailman who <laughs> delivers mail to Zack Snyder. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I did see a meme that was like Peter oh. Jackson inspired by the Snyder Cut is going to release the Jackson Cut of Lord of the Rings. It's eight days long or something. <laughs> that's funny. That, yeah, that's a but good, I, I, yeah. I, I, I say that if for nothing else, the Snyder Cut has, at least in my mind, gotten rid of that ho- awful Superman mouth and... <laughs> I would have hated for that to be the last time we saw Henry Cavill as Superman with that. Oh, I still hope we. I, I, you know, yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, I mean that that certainly was was. It, it's the same thing that happens with you know bringing Luke into Mandalorian, or or any or uh, Leia in Rogue Rogue One. You know, like guys. Oh my gosh, you know, I see amateur stuff. That's better. I I do not understand. You know, I'm a tech nerd guy. You're into this stuff. I mean, like, you guys can do better than that. Come on. I mean, it's like immediately after these things are released, somebody on YouTube has got a way better version. Well, exactly. Just put it through the filter a few more times. I'm like, you know, like, I I don't know. I just it, it is pretty incredible that, you know, that they couldn't 
do a better job with those things. All right. Yeah. So, yeah. but anyway, anyway, so Snyder, let's, let's Snyder, get into cut. The Snyder cut. Let's just yeah, we should. We've already blabbered, blathered for like a half hour, but I did want to do a little preamble just to get where our, both of our heads were at a little bit in this. And, uh, yeah, let's start with just a, a quickie. Uh, I'll go first. I've said it. I, I said something brief on the podcast last week. I, I mean, and I've already alluded to it a little bit. I mean, I think this movie is is great. I mean, it, it's obviously much more co- more coherent. The story is much more solid. The characters can breathe. They can have their motivations. They they've done a lot more development. Some of that is now you've got a four hour time frame, but but it all really works together. And I, I personally. I know there's been a lot of moaning and groaning from from some, and I think mostly it's been, although I've seen a few people say even after they watched it, I mean, there's still going to always be people who don't like it, whatever, fine, sure. that's that's fine. But the um, what I was going to say is, though, I think most people that have kind of are on the enjoying, enjoyment side of the, the fence, I don't think anyone's really been complaining about, you know, too much about the length. And, and the other thing that I... I keep thinking about is like this movie is you're watching this movie at home, right? You watch it in two parts. If you want in two hours, one day and two hours the next, or watch it over an hour for four days in a row or however you want to do it. It's like, people think this is like some kind of like, um, they're on like an airplane flight and they can't get out, you know, can't get out of their seat to go to the bathroom or something like I do not, I don't get the, the talk either before it came out or even during or after, about the time I'm like yeah that that argument doesn't work in this era it only works it not it certainly doesn't work from a oh my gosh it's such a struggle it, it, if you feel like you just, you know you're not liking the movie because you feel like oh well they don't really need that or they don't really need that that's a different topic or a different discussion point and in my personal opinion I like to see what makes these people tick I like to see what why this why this is happening what's going on here and this is a big like you were saying earlier, it's a big story, you yeah. know, and, and it's the Justice League. And, you know, to, to squish that all down, you got to keep in mind, too, that these characters really, they didn't each have like three solo movies before they all came together. You know what right. I mean? Like in Marvel. So there was a lot of a lot of stuff they really needed to do here. So I, I personally feel like the time is more than justified you know, and, and is filled well, and there isn't really, truly, in my opinion, I mean, I don't mind longer movies, but in my opinion, there's not really extraneous things here, no. you know, that 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 are not, that don't add to the characters or add to the story in some way. So I, I really loved it, and I thought, the only thing when I, and I do want to, I've only watched it once, um, I do want to watch, I've watched just the first few minutes of the black and white one that they've got now on whatever justice is gray they're calling it on hbo max <laughs> i love how they got all these little phrases already all lined up queued up you know but so i think i might sit down and watch it again but watch the gray version people are talking that it it has a very you know different kind of quality but but overall yeah i mean i think it's what it's interesting because when i saw the you know the 2017 version there was a lot, it was obvious to me, it's like, wow, there's a lot of stuff not there, or why is this, and what's this about, and like, it was clear to me, it was like, somebody grabbed a big f- bunch of film, you know, like, in the days where they actually <laughs> cut film, you know, and not in digital, um, boy, there's a whole bunch on the cutting room floor for this movie. And, oh, and no kidding. So, uh, so anyway, yeah, I liked it. So you, yep. what, what was, 
you know, few minutes of what your overall thoughts are. Did you think that the length is justified? All that, all that good stuff. Well, all right. So yeah, it's long, but to me, I, it was a good day. I was not feeling well, so I wasn't going to do anything anyway. I was off. I was on vacation. Um, perfect day to watch it. And, um, there's not, I mean, look, is there some wonky, like, I'm like, why is there a slow motion, you know, close up of a, of a hot dog, <laughs> of a seat off of a bun? But I love okay, the slow what? motion. It's yeah. just, uh, yeah, it's, it's fine. It's yeah. fine. You know, you, you could probably cut down a half hour without slow motion, but, um, no, yeah. it's, it's in every way an improvement on the prior, uh, release. Um, the beginning doesn't have that Batman thing where he's luring a demon with with a, a guy freight guy yeah the freighty yeah, cat guy yeah this the, was the really criminal. a weird thing um it it has a much it obviously you could watch batman versus superman and go right into this and it would be one story you know what oh, i mean yeah, like it's it, totally totally made a much better connection yeah right so um i, I liked it the, the, the one of the improvements that i noted that is just miles above the previous release was the score the score the music score um by junkie xl i forget his real name but it was it they, they were, up here i think somewhere in yeah. the list of changes uh the um yeah so the danny elfman score which i love danny elfman mm-hmm. but it yeah. was like why are we getting Michael Keaton's Batman theme and Christopher Reeve's <laughs> Superman theme, it doesn't really fit with these characters, you know what I mean? Like, it's not the same. It just didn't, like, it just felt, it felt odd. I watched, I just watched a, 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 a the scene where the um, terrorists go into that uh, building where Wonder Woman saves Oh, them yeah, yeah, the Wonder Woman The difference scene. in score, so, yep. like, the Danny Elfman has, like, that, kind of circusy like you know makes it seem kind of goofy and then like the, the the new score is like yeah there's these guys are are not are, are are they mean business and it was a little bit more tense yeah um but yeah this they he just continues the uh, themes from man of steel from the last film and creates a really really nice justice League oh, speaking action. of that did you did you see some of the commentary online though about the wonder woman bit you know like when she, oh, yeah. when she pops up like you know the uh, lamentation it, music yeah the, the lamentation although i i kind of like her wonder woman movie theme better it's you know nice. that yeah. na 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 or i can't do it i can't i the, can't the, i will say that the 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 first wonder woman movie uh was a fantastic score the second one uh, it wasn't as good i think they changed composers but um yeah i um i think this yeah i mean yeah the wonder woman thing was a little bit like yeah that's in your face but i love that he- stuff though because you know we've talked about it i think too is i i, I mean star wars is so much like that right you, right. you know, with a theme for characters and stuff, I I just eat that stuff up. I mean, I sure. I, I don't know. Is is it is it in your face? Yes, uh, you know, or whatever. Is it kind of in your face and corny? Yeah, but I, I I don't know. I just like it. It doesn't doesn't bother me in the least at all. Right. So and he actually yeah. So he came up with a, and also a very nice theme for the Justice League itself. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Um. And look. Cyborg and Flash in the in the previous release were just sort of there. Cyborg needs a lot more backstory for people, and he just didn't get it in that last movie. In this movie, he gets kind of almost like a full section of the movie devoted to him. Yeah, well, I mean, you, it's, know? It, you know, a lot of people have been saying, you know, he's kind of the heart of the movie, uh, you know, in a, in a way. I, I mean, he's obviously critical to to the problem. Right. You know, and, and solving the problem, the mother boxes and all that jazz and everything. But. 
but just you know they introduced him here like you said they had to they had to give him you know and his dad there's more of his dad in this yeah. even even his dad's assistant is in it now again and all this and you know it's um it, yeah. it's much more you can understand understand the character quite a bit more now for sure right yeah because i mean he's if you're into the teen titans and he was in the cartoon uh you know he's been around but it's not somebody that a lot of people know too much about cyborg so he he kind of needs that intro and the flash you know he's always he he's funny in this version and he's he's more made to be goofy comic relief in the previous uh release but in this in this movie i feel like in this version his, his humor works a little bit more it's not as like stupid yeah um, no i liked i like well that that you know just to, just a quick quickie you know the this the scene that the one uh, the one fairly big flash scene that they stuck back in you know when he's going in for that job thing right and yeah. he saves iris supposed to be yes. iris out there i guess you know that was I fantastic mean, yeah it was great but you know the, it, there was a little humor in there when he's when he's he pops back in you know and he's with the dogs right and the puppies and right and uh yeah I mean Barry Allen, especially the way that he's playing him here, and he's the youngest by far of any of these characters. He needs to be that way, and he's supposed to be sort of hyper. You know, he's the Flash, mm-hmm. so I think it totally works. That yeah, and it's not too much. But you know, you know, instead of in the previous release where he's at the end of the movie, he's like pushing the Russian family around in their truck and crap. In this movie, he actually saves the entire planet. Uh, at the end of the movie, uh, in the in the climax of the movie, he actually saves everybody, you know, by doing yeah. his. Well, you know what I mean. Well, and it was, I mean, they, was they, you know, just yeah. I mean, they. I should have said spoiler alert at the beginning. Sorry, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter. I mean, we'll we'll I'll slide it in. I mean, obviously, but the um, they they fail. They essentially fail. Right. Flash pushes time back just a little bit, and uh, you know, and and gives them like, okay, well, let's do this again, you know. So, uh, yeah, it was pretty. <laughs> I'm just saying he was an integral part. Like, I mean, if it wasn't for Flash being there, they like you said, they was it's game over. So, it was well, kind of cool to see, yeah, see that character get get. You know, like everybody in that movie had their thing. It wasn't yep. just we got we just got to wait for Superman to show up so that. Oh man, I did like how he shows up this time though in this fight. You know, yes. more than the more than the original, or call it the you know twenty seventeen whatever. Because if you remember, like they made Superman the guy that actually pulls the thing up. You know what I mean? Like it was more yeah. about him, whereas he was there in this version, yeah, as the muscle. Like they go, we can't beat this guy. You know, well, he was there to basically keep Steppenwolf yeah. busy. You know, yeah, you so know, that like, they could do what they needed to do. Cyborg essentially was the guy that had to fix the mother box thing. You know, the Flash had to supercharge him. You know, Wonder Woman had to fight, and, and Bruce him. had to wave some money around. You know, <laughs> no, pay- I remember he he got through the shield. And oh, all he that, did. I, no, no, yeah, he certainly did. They all did, and, so, and and essentially Bruce pulled them all together too. Right. You know. So, so yeah, it was. It's always been like the argument, like the people say, "Hey, what do you need super? What do you need a Justice League for if you have Superman?" Well, in this movie, they kind of showed you why. I mean, like you know, and almost like, and in this version, people said, "Oh, you know, I think uh, my friend Dave really enjoyed the, uh, you know, that thing at the end of the movie where Superman and the Flash have a race." But I'm like, in this version, that would not work because. There is no way that Superman could even 
think about beating the flash if he's going back in time uh, oh yeah yeah Ro- well yeah and and I, I i'm totally with you and it's the thing i loved about the marvel avengers movies too though just because they you know you have somebody like uh you know a hulk you know you have all these and then you have like i think even black widow says it at one point you know they're just a couple of people right you know but but they're they each have a role right they each have a part to play and they and they really uh, yeah Tony can't do everything or the Hulk certainly can't, you know what I mean? Or, or Captain, Captain America or anything. So right. the same thing here where they each have their role and, uh, I think it really works. Yeah, obviously, but, uh, yeah, it just made the case for having a team and it was, I think, I think it was, it, it, it just, it was just an, uh, a more organic for the, you know, look, like you said, if this, if the justice league movie just came out one day and, you know, they're going to throw together these characters, then fine. But like this was the Justice League was following up on two prior movies. And it's always weird when like you can tell, like even as a kid, I could tell something's not right. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like when, you know, when they move from one sequel to another and it's like something's different. Like I remember even between when I saw Superman three as a kid, I was like, hmm, something weird about this. All of a sudden, <laughs> yeah. all of a sudden there's like a comedy. It's, it's you know, it's a comedy movie and not. Superman saving the world, you know what I mean? And then Superman yeah. 4, forget it. You know, um, and I think, you know, even if somebody's not into movies that much or they can, you know, they, they can tell like there's tonal differences. And like I like we said earlier, like or hate Zack Snyder's tone. That's what was has been established. Um, yeah. Anyway, it, there's I don't think and I think that the, the, the positive that I'm taking away is that, you know, it doesn't seem I'm not even seeing them, although there's always going to be these people, Marvel versus DC, which I'll never understand for the life of me. I mean, no, it's like Star Trek versus Star Wars. It's I dumb. Mean, you know, that's yep. yeah. After yeah. I watched Justice League, I, I that evening I watched the uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier and I was like, fantastic. Love it. Yep. Um, no, yep. I've never been a one versus the other. I just, you know, have phases where I prefer something to another arm. I get into a, a, a comic, but uh I've well, never I always been put that. it in the terms of like food, you know, and I, although I know some people who have very limited things they like to eat, you know, which I always find, <laughs> I always put it like this, frankly, I think the more, you know, we both like both, you know, both sides. We like Star Trek, Star Wars. I mean, I always feel like, why are you limiting yourself like to one kind of like you, you just eat like, you know, <laughs> mashed potatoes and roast beef every night or something. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. I like variety in life. So just like I like it in movies, television, and all this stuff, I mean, I, I just eat it all up. If it's good and enjoyable, you know, why not? So, uh, But um, I wanted to read off, though. So I found this. This is on IGN or whatever. And we can we don't have to talk about all of these, but I wanted to highlight some of the – I looked up before we got started, you know, and this is a good list of the differences. So I'm just going to read their little – they have like a little one-sentence blurb, and then we can talk about – a few of them, mm-hmm. but uh, obviously there's, and I'll, let me just rattle these off. There's about 20 of them. I don't know if I'll read all of them, but we already talked about the music. Right. Um, uh, the, the movie, obviously there's a high, entire new opening. We talked a little bit about the aspect ratio thing, sure. uh, new Steppenwolf design. And obviously he's a lot more in, in this, um, the Bruce Diana kind of arc. I will comment real quick on that one though. I, I kind of missed a little bit of that. I, I would say I, I do like Bruce and Diana kind of like, you know, Superman's gone. 
So I did feel like they would have to kind of come together, grow a little closer type of thing. But um, I, I sort of missed a bit of that. I did kind of liked in the in the 2017 version, that whole part where Bruce is pretty beat up and, and she's like working his shoulder or something like that. But just a little, you know, you already mentioned the Russian family thing. Um, we already mentioned time travel at the end and all that. Um, we've mentioned Flash Iris. We said that. Uh, we, we already talked about Cyborg, a lot more of him in there. Um, the whole Star Labs um, infiltration thing. We can talk a little bit about that and bringing well, Superman back. Go ahead. Yeah. Sorry. No, go ahead. Sorry. I had a something come up on my computer and my headphones for a second. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, L- Lois. The, the Lois Lane is, is quite a bit different here. She, she's, she's a little bit more like lost and, 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 mm-hmm. you know, she's basically, you know, not working and all that junk. Um, we got the whole Martha, you know, being Martian Manhunter. <laughs> yeah. Um, we got the little, what they're calling here, Batman side tech quests. With the little gauntlet things and uh, and the plane, the big plane thing or whatever it's called, it's got a name or something I forget. But um, Deathstroke oh, I, at the end, yeah, you yeah. know, thing more there. Uh, the whole ending epilogue, we'll we'll talk about that for sure. Um, more um, the the black suit, Superman suit thing, which which mm-hmm. I liked, although I've never yeah. really didn't you know. Uh, not really a fan of that look for him, but I think it works really well here. The only thing I, I was saying when I was watching a little bit of it again and, and clips to get ready for this was it's really shiny in some <laughs> scenes. It's really shiny. It's a good thing. It's, it, you know, it's a good thing JJ Abrams didn't film this. There'd be like, some, I know there's be some halo glowing coming off of it, but um, yeah. And then obviously the joke stuff we talked a little bit about, we, we, you, the big one, though, I think we should we should hit on it, and the, and the, that is that I think is is a huge part of this movie is the whole business with Darkseid, the Mother Boxes, yeah, uh, Steppenwolf. You know, mm-hmm. I thought because that was my biggest problem really with the first version. I thought that was great, of course, but it, it makes so much more sense now, right? Superman has this death cry. The Mother Boxes go, "Ooh, Kryptonian's gone now," so now we can do what we need to do type of thing. And mm-hmm. then of course they have that whole sequence in the early part of the Snyder cut showing, well, they have a couple sequences. There's the Amazon thing, but then there's the other one later on where you get to see it being done in the past. Right. Let's talk about oh, that. that was for fantastic. A you know? Oh, that was awesome. I mean, you know, you got a scene where you've got the green lantern, you've got the uh-huh. Greek, Greek gods, you've got the Amazons, you've got the Atlanteans, yeah, you've um, got all the power, you know, people of of protecting Earth and these mother boxes, and yeah. and, and then you have Darkseid there fighting, you know, too, you know, that's right. um, trying to to get them, and and they they fight him off basically, right? And it's just like really, I mean, I I thought that that alone, I was like, wow, that's just like really darn cool. Uh, but of course, that was probably when Darkseid wasn't even called Darkseid back. He was like Uxess or something like that. Yeah, right? that's true. That's true. Yes, it was. Right? It was you know, baby Darkseid or whatever. Right. <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, I just, I really, that was that was really cool. I just that part does make me laugh. You know, like which so part? Like they, the the no, the, like after, so after the <laughs> so they beat they beat the uh, people from Apocalypse. They send them back through their portal. You know. Yeah. 
And, uh, you know, the Atlanteans take the mother box and they put it in this, this, you know, underwater thing. Yeah. And like the, the yeah, Amazonians like yeah. put it in like this thing with like, you know, <laughs> oh, I know what then, you like, say. Yeah. Yeah. Then the people, the, the humans go, eh, I mean, dig like a two foot hole. That's <laughs> Toss it in there. It. Huh. Yeah. That's good enough. Right. You know, that's yeah, like, except the funniest thing about it is that's the last one they get, you know, mostly, yeah, know. Beca- mostly because they've, it's been sort of guarded and protected between, you know, Star Labs and uh, right. and and Cyborg and all that. But but you know, they get the other ones and uh, yeah, that one they just you know bury out in the, in the woods in England somewhere. It's like it's good enough. Yeah, um, I mean the Steppenwolf is obviously a lot of people are like you know I, I saw people posting up online you know they're like even feeling sorry for him. I'm not I'm not feeling sorry for this guy. He's more interesting. And a good villain, you should sort of like Thanos was in the in the Avengers movies. You should sort of understand him a little bit, and and maybe I, I don't know if I'll go as far as feeling sorry for him, but you get their perspective, right? Well, it's important that you understand what his motivations are, and it's pretty yeah, clear, sure, in this movie that like he's on the outs. <laughs> he's trying to get boss. on Daddy's good side yeah. again, you know. You know, so yeah. like it's like. And then when he discovers that, you know, Earth is where the anti-life equation is, and it's like... Well, you know, everything <laughs> happens on Earth. It's just a go-to place, right? <laughs> right. So, I mean, for him, it's like he goes from kind of just like, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to conquer this planet. But like in the movie, it's like, go ahead. You've con- you still had to conquer, what, 10,000 more planets or something. So get get to work. But then it becomes more important with the uh, with that anti-life equation. Yeah, um, yeah exactly. Yeah. So it's a... It's, it's, I think even if you're not somebody who's familiar with all of these kind of crazy terms from the comic books, like yeah. if you've never read the new gods or you've never, you don't know who dark side is, you get it. the deal is like, you know, th- that there's something on earth that, that this bad guy really wants. And that it's n- that this one bad guy with his parademons is pretty bad, but like, it's going to be way worse when those, when granny goodness comes with dark side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that name, Granny Goodness, just oh, yeah. always cracks me up. It's just <laughs> like you've got Darkseid, Desaad, Steppenwolf, Granny Goodness. You know, it's like <laughs> what? Which one of these is not like the uh, other? Or and, and then you know, Big Big Barda. Oh, Big Barda, yeah. But mm-hmm. um, but yeah, the so so the let, let's talk for a second or two about the aspect ratio. So. Mm-hmm. When you know the the weird thing about it is, is I knew that was gonna, ha- I knew it was the case, okay. But then when I, you know, we both have big TVs, big widescreen, you know, the whole mm-hmm. thing, 4K and all that jazz, you know. But then I sit down and watch it, you know, like, and and until I clicked it on that day and watched it, I'm like, oh yeah, that's right, yeah, th- this is this is the aspect ratio they're doing for this. It's not gonna like widen out all of a sudden two minutes in in some dramatic thing. Sure, I swear that. Oh, I don't know, maybe five minutes into the movie. I don't know about you. I just didn't, didn't even notice it anymore. Nah, it's it's just like I remember I was an early adopter when I was younger because I was like a budding cinephile when I was probably, you know, 17, 16. And when they first released the um, Star Wars widescreen edition, right? And uh-huh. this was in yeah. 19, I want to say 90. Around that Gosh, time, Gosh, yeah, those the boy that you know that that there's some things that some people listening might not know that <laughs> right. So <laughs> back, this, back, kid- you guys could can you even imagine some of you younger people maybe that you know these movies that were filmed that way you know the old pan and scan crap yeah, and all they that. Don't even know. Oh my gosh! So like I remember getting that like the leather box and it had all three. I still have the the VHS tapes downstairs, but um, yeah, you know, and it was like 
And then when I remember when I first watched, now I had been watching, I, of course I'd seen them all in the theater when I was a little kid, but then you'd watch yeah. them on HBO and you have to, I remember watching the Star Wars, the first movie, like for the first time in widescreen. Uh, and of course this is on a 32 inch tube TV, you know, sure. so it's not, yeah. it's not quite what we have now, but I remember like just kind of focused and I remember being just amazed by all the stuff that was I didn't remember seeing because I'd seen Star Wars 30 so times. So many things cut, skin. yeah, that were so, not filling the screen, yeah. So for me, it's always like this. It's like I've been re-watching um, Babylon 5 on HBO Max, and that's also in the, you know, the old, the, you know, the old TV frame. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you just, you just, I'm just watching the show. But Star like Trek's said, the same, you know, TNG right. and all that. Yeah, so yeah. the... Um, the uh, one one thing I I saw in one of the video re, you know people I watched a few of the video commentaries you know not commentaries but people reviewing this you know on on YouTube and uh, they made this comment about that I thought was really uh, good you know Zack Snyder here the idea was that because this is a a movie with superheroes that that do a lot of things vertically up and down you know they fly they they jump they do things that they say a lot of the action is in that direction rather than a lot of movies, things go from like left to right, you know, Correct. and they fill yeah. the screen that way that that's, you know, one of the reasons why he wanted to use this format besides also the, the talk of IMAX, right. Mm -hmm. um, and things, but you know, one of the things I remember back what you were just reminded me of the days, like you, you were saying about going from uh, uh the old aspect ratio that old TVs used to be, you know, in four by three or whatever. And then when widescreen first started coming out, the TVs really weren't quite there yet. Right. So you would have this situation where you'd have this fairly small TV compared to these days, right? Like even a 30 or something, 32. Mm -hmm. But then you'd throw up on the, on there this widescreen movie. And a lot of people would complain and say like, oh, I'm not filling my whole TV, right? You know, like mm -hmm. in, a, in a way it was smaller because you were basically like, the picture was not as big. Like, you know, if you're watching Star Wars widescreen on an old tube TV versus a, like a pan and scan version, the characters, everything you're seeing is actually, you're, you're, you're cropping stuff out. You're not seeing it, but it's bigger. Right. So, right. But anyway, the point is, is that, yeah, I, I, I thought it was really interesting and it didn't bother me. I mean, obviously we have bigger TVs now. So even a four by three format on a on a like a 65 inch tv is a pretty big picture still you know it's plenty big enough uh yeah you know in, in that kind of thing um let's see the i don't know we should probably maybe we'll get to talking let's let's wait a couple of minutes to talk about the whole end thing the the post end stuff um Anything more about the differences with the characters or anything related to, uh, let's see, I'm looking at this. We had a little bit more with the, uh, we haven't talked too much about Aquaman. We haven't talked. Oh, to, yeah. You know, I, I, I liked how the movie opens. You know, I, I, I thought that it was more dramatic with Bruce, you know, having to get to where Aquaman hangs out, I guess, you know, with the king tide, <laughs> and, you know, and uh <laughs> the whole thing about though, I, I I don't know. Maybe it was a little silly, somewhat. Uh, even Zack Snyder can be a little silly and goofy. But that scene where where he's pulling off his little sweater and then that girl eventually picks it up and is like sniffing yeah, Aquaman's sweater. I, I'm like, I, it doesn't bother me. But it it that's about as goofy as Zack Snyder I think gets. Yeah, and know. that's actually funny. Like there's another. 
difference in like say music right so like after he's like yeah they do that little song right they do after they're done with bruce wayne you know he he does that thing where he's like taking his shirt off i'm gonna go smash my whiskey bottle yeah and like in the in the in the in the in the uh 2017 version it's like a white stripe song it's kind of like i'm a badass i'm going to do this but in this in this version it's a little bit more of a morose kind of song like he's got issues it's not really He's not like just some motorcycle badass. I guy. think like Aquaman. He's... Yeah, it was it was interesting because he he does come off as a different character in a way, yes. and a different different tone, a different character in this. He's much more like I'm going to call him biker bar uh, Aquaman from the 2017 version. Yes, and, you know he he comes off as just kind of a goof, nutty, and even in the Aquaman film, he's sort of like that too, right? Yeah, he's he, there's a little too much, too much of I think you know his own personality being filtered in there. Aquaman's not really like that in the comics in general. Not even close. Yeah. You know, he's really he really isn't. And I'm not one of those. We both done. We talked about it at the beginning. You know, we're both big comic guys. I'm not one of those guys that you know. You don't have to be just like the character. Except here, it doesn't really work, right? He he should he shouldn't, and you know. I like that he's this reluctant guy. He really doesn't want to get involved. But but when, you know, they come and get the mother box from, you know, down in Atlantis and we've got some more Mira here, you know, trying to pull the uh, what is she doing? She's pulling the water out of Steppenwolf. Is that yeah, what it is? I she's, think so. She's kind of like, trying to pull, trying to kill him by basically it's not air. It's she's literally trying to pull the water out of his body. Right. Yeah, that's weird. So she's got like some kind of, you know, she can control the water. Right. Like, you know, the last airbender or the last waterbender, you know, she can move water around. And uh, and we got we got a little more of uh, Volko or whatever. Is that how you say his name? Volko? Falco. Volko. Falco. Yeah. We yeah. got a little bit of that there, uh, which which was cool. That was neat to see. But, yeah, I did like Aquaman's tone here a bit better. And, uh, you know, there's uh, – I don't know. Did he still use the line "my man" when when he gets saved by Cyborg or something? Or I think or, so. Or was that when he was on the Batmobile thing? I, I forget. But well, no. Okay, so he does say "my man" still. Yeah. But he he doesn't do that thing where he's on the Batmobile going "yeah." Oh right, yeah. <laughs> Dress like a bat, huh? Yeah. I what? dig it. I dig it. Yeah, it's a little too much. No, he was it's a little, little too bit much. Jason a... Momoa in Aquaman. Yeah, he was definitely a little bit more of a. I well, mean, they also was, cut out some of his goofy stuff, right? The whole lasso thing. Sitting with, on the lasso. With, with yeah, Wonder yeah. Woman and like, you're hot or whatever he said in the first version. I do kind of want to go back and watch that now. It's probably going to be really jarring. I'm probably, yeah, I feel like in my mind, I'm going to be filling stuff in. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you know, you can't really go back and watch it now in a way. I mean, you can, but you know what I mean? Now, you know what else is going on kind of somewhat but um i was rearranging my kind of blu-ray shelves i had uh-huh. I'm changing my room around and uh i kind of have all my stuff kind of together and i'm like oh there's that justice league movie i'll probably never watch again because i don't need to <laughs> i know i bought the whole um a couple of years ago they had a it was best buy i think had a 4k set I think it was Man of Steel. It was all the movies that were out at that point. I don't think yeah. Aquaman's in there. I think it was the first Wonder Woman movie, uh, first obviously Justice League, Batman versus Superman, and uh, Man of Steel. I think it was a four right. movie set, and uh, that I ha- I don't think I've even cracked cracked the wrapper. And uh, but maybe I will. I do kind of want to go back and watch 
Um, does Batman versus Superman have an extended cut? Yes, it does, doesn't it's the it? Ult- the ultimate cut. Is that what it's uh, called? All right. Well, then I need to I need to watch R, yeah. I need to watch that. I think, but um, it's actually and and I think again, kind of like this version of Justice League. I feel like that version of which is the version that I got um, on Blu-ray when it first came out. I think um, this is rated R, so it's a little bit more naughty and and a little bit more violent, but. Um, it just kind of fleshes it out. Some of the things that are in the movie that might not make sense, like Jimmy Olsen. Yeah. Oh, by the <laughs> um, way, Jimmy Olsen, the guy who played Jimmy Olsen, Matt McClure, I think, from the first Superman movie, he's the Mark- cop in this that Lois oh, brings oh. coffee to. I, I didn't even realize that. Yeah, he is. And and he oh. was in the, the, the uh, 2017 one. I think he's in a bank. Maybe he's in the one that Wonder Woman saves, that whole thing. Right. I think he's in there. Yeah. There's some scene or maybe maybe something else. Maybe it's Martha goes to the bank looking for money or, or I don't know. Oh, that's I cool. I didn't know that. But yeah, he's the cop. I, I didn't know. I didn't catch it either until I saw I was, like I said, researching slightly on this and somebody had. And yeah, now we've got Jimmy Olsen. So I wanted to say and then we could let's let's talk about the, the ending stuff and then we'll wrap it up. But I wanted I wanted to say um, the um, what was it? I lost the train of thought that i was going to do but um well let's get to the ending and then i'll remember what i was going to say <laughs> that's terrible um but um i i know it was a little related to jimmy and everything but um so so the so during this movie it happens a, a couple of things happen you know you get it towards the end but um essentially this this idea of dark side and the anti-life equation is supposed to potentially lead to this dark future where Superman is, is basically gone bad. Um, Oh, one thing I wanted to mention, what about this whole subplot of, of, of uh, Lois and Bruce having a kid thing? No, that was, is is that a real thing or not? No, that was somewhere that he wanted to go. He decided not to go that direction. Okay. All right. Yeah. 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 So that's why she has the, pregnancy tests but it's about superman's kid not not batman's so i think that he, was just a kind of a goofy idea you know yeah he said that that was a way he was gonna like batman was gonna fall in love with lois lane be, you know i don't know it was it was somewhere where he was thinking yeah, about he's taking... rich he can get anyone you know so uh but right. so uh, they kind of swapped it out for like wonder woman a little bit you know to give them some awkwardness i guess right so the so there's this end there's a few end sequences. I mean, the, the one we, you know, talk about is this, this one of, um, you know, where there's this nightmare type world, which was also first previewed in Batman versus Superman. Right. Mm. With, um, but now we get Jared Leto, 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 um, Leto, I think as the Joker, which, which I, um, Oh, this is what I was going to say earlier. And it leads to this. I did not realize that everything that we've talked about, basically, this is what I didn't realize. Do you, maybe you know, maybe I, I think this is accurate. I mean, I read it online, Chris. It's got to be accurate, right? <laughs> the only thing that he actually reshot, like literally reshot, was this ending thing. That's correct. I believe that's that's 100% correct. The rest of this stuff was shot. He just, it was cut out, obviously, but it was yeah. sitting there somewhere in, you know, whatever, somebody's computer. You know, I, I could just see yeah. when they're starting this up. Hey, what computer, what hard drive was all of Josh or not Zach's, uh, you know, with all the stuff that Josh cut out, where, where is that? Who, who's, who's got that hard drive, you know, but anyway, so, yes, yeah. So that um, end sequence with the, with the Joker was the only thing they actually like had to film f- specifically for this. 
which mm-hmm. I did not realize. I kept thinking that some of the other scenes, I'm like, oh, they look a little different. Is that is that a new thing he had to film? And uh, but um, but anyway, yeah, I didn't realize that. that yeah. That so was... like, I mean, all the money went to like you know the special effects and so. Oh yeah, and and just all everything. I mean, they had to re- put in the you know slip the other music. I mean, just a ton of work here. I mean, there's a ton of stuff being done here, not just you know actually going out somewhere with a camera and filming or whatever. Well, the <laughs> other thing that I read about that that I didn't realize, they're not actually together. There, there, they, there was uh, Affleck and Leto or Leto, whatever. They're, they're not actually even there together. They couldn't, I don't know why, but they couldn't get them together. I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. Was this, this was way before COVID, right? Or was it? When did they film No, that I believe stuff? it was last year. So, so probably, well, I'm just, yeah, I'm not wondering, I'm wondering if there, if there was anything to do with like, you know, not having a lot of people on set. But yeah, they weren't even actually <laughs> on the same. And I've got to watch that sequence again because there's a, there is a lot of just them, you know, you kind of have the back of the Joker and he's kind of talking and then you have Batman talking to him. But they're not really you don't even see. I don't know. I think there's probably a, somebody walking in a bat suit maybe towards him, but you don't really see them lined up side by side where you know that the actors are actually those actors, you know, so. But I, I did think that was an interesting thing. I mean, all the, you know the nerds out there are all lamenting now, right? And creating these petitions, but they're like, well, I don't even want to see that because they're never going to do that. You know, I don't even want that. You know, it's like, I don't know. It's cool. You can kind of imagine it. I mean, somewhat. And and I, I get it that they want more now. Sure. You know, it's like giving a kid a cookie. I do want more. I mean, I will. I do. I do too. I'm, I'm, I'm on board. I mean, I, I, I don't, you know, I know that that Zach said he's kind of done with it, but somebody can always yeah. like change people's minds. You know, it's like, dude, yeah. this did pretty good. They really want you to do another one. We're we're willing like, to pay pay you, and uh, you know, and, and and here's the funny. Here's an I want to bring this up because, um, you know, it, it kind of to me is like honesty in media and stuff like that, right? So, um, I think. Most people that I I've spoken with that and a lot of people a lot of these people are like not people who really dig. They're like I am a Marvel guy or I didn't really like that last Superman movie. Uh huh. People who have sat down and watched it go, hey, that was actually really good, you know. Yeah. But then I look at the critic reviews. I haven't right? looked at any of those. So what are, what but are I those? Ha- so basically, I believe it is sitting at fifty eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes, which. All right, this is the same argument I had with Batman versus Superman. They lambasted that movie, right? Um, oh, you think okay. they get influenced by the public, or what are you going to well, say? Well, I believe no. that there are some, let's just say, there's one company that owns a lot of media. Uh, does it start with a C? <laughs> or, a, or a D? Or a D? Yeah. Actually, it looks to me, okay, this was the other day. They've actually, on Rotten Tomatoes, is now up to 73 for critics, but then you look at what the audience has that, which is 95%, right? Yeah. So I think that, you know, critically, it's it's the DC, for whatever reason, gets hammered a little bit harder, except for um, Wonder Woman. Um, you mean by the critics although, a little bit? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, th- I, I think so. I mean, I, I think, although truthfully, except for like Black Panther, I, I, I would be curious if, you know, looking up the, I don't think even the Marvel movies critically get all that like, oh, my God, that was so great by the critics. 
you know, I don't think so. Well, I would say that. But I think you're right, though, in general. I do think so, because I think they get influenced by popular opinion to a degree. So, I mean, like, it's if you if you were to watch uh, like there's nobody I don't think I mean, I guess people could say it's not their thing, but I don't think you can watch that movie and say, oh, that was terrible. No, it's good. It's if, if you don't if you like superhero movies. It's really good. You know, it's like Avengers Endgame. You know, I will say really one hard. quickie little comment that I, I that I do think that these movies, in other words, the DCU films, I think in general for a non-comic person, I, I, I'm speaking about some friends and family that I know, I think these are harder movies for them than a Marvel movie in general, I think. I, you know, I, I think they don't have, they're not that, they're not an easy watch, you know, kind of a thing. and. So I think sure. there's a little bit of that somewhat. I've always had a hard time with movies and critics anyway, a little bit. I used to pay yeah. more attention to those way back in the day of Siskel and, you know, you know, and all those guys. But my, my point has always been you kind of your opinion of a movie is going to be also slightly your opinion of the subject matter, right? Mm-hmm. It goes back to my food food analogy, which is like, you know, if you're not a guy who likes a certain kind of food and you're a food critic, you know, you're going to be a little swayed by, I got to go out and, you know, review another Chinese restaurant and I hate Chinese food. Oh, I got to go review another <laughs> comic book movie and I hate comic book movies. Right. You know, well, you're living in a bad time. You really are. <laughs> you better change your job. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah. I just, I have always kind of judged movies on... Like, what is this movie, right? Like, it's not meant to be an Oscar-winning movie, uh, you know, but this is, you know, is it good for what it is, right? You know, it's yeah. like... Well, you know, it's very it, epic in scope. I I, I mean, I, I love Marvel and I love the films that they've done, and it, except maybe these the last couple that they did, you know, with the, what they did with Endgame and Infinity War, but they're not you know this is sort of the marvel versus dc comic book world too a little bit the the epicness here a little you literally literally have gods fighting essentially you know a guy who can go faster than the speed of light and change time you know so someone else you know that that's literally you know an amazon princess slash half god you know or whatever so i mean you you've got those characters it, it's it's it, it it has to have epicness to it or whatever right Mm-hmm. The hardest thing with DC and these some of these characters is just giving them something to do. <laughs> They're not going to go paint a house. What are we going to do today? You know, <laughs> let's go. Let's go paint the house. But then here. here's here's um, another thing that is if you want to talk about negative fans, it's going on right now. So, you know, there's this restore the Snyderverse thing that's going on, which I'm I I'm, I think that's cool. If I mean, really, what we could say about the Snyder cut is that. It's fan driven. Fans wanted it. Fans got it. You know, like there was, like you said, I mean, obviously there's money involved and whoever, you know, WB or HBO is like, we can get subscribers. We can drive subscriptions with this because there's so much interest in it. Right. Yeah. Did you hear that there are actually somebody that some of them supposedly are are already like they're putting reviews up for Kong versus Godzilla? That's what I was about to say. Oh, you were? Okay. So like, yeah, these... These guys, these 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 dopey people are out review bombing Godzilla versus King Kong as if that's because they're mad at WB. As if I mean, come on, well, I mean, right? Exactly. Like that that that's that's just stupid. I mean, wh- why are you being so mean spirited? Why don't you just focus on hey, you know, try to keep things 
positive. You love this Snyder cut. It, it doesn't mean everything else is you don't have to trash everything else. We, we talk about it all the time, right? Everything's either Black Panther or your crap, right? I mean, everything's <laughs> either the greatest thing ever or no, no, you guys, I, I can't even put that movie on my TV. The Snyder Cut is the only thing, you know, like, like, I can't you just enjoy things, you know, rather well, what than I mean is, like, for me, it's everything like, else, you know? I'm, I'm more like, oh, it would be really cool if they would make another, even if it was like what Marvel's doing and say, let's have a show in this universe that is not necessarily with these characters, but, yeah, you know, explores another, you know, area of it in this universe on HBO Max. Let's just start there and let's see if, if what we can do. I'd be fine with that. I'm not, you know, but just this. And there's just this, this, and I think it's the internet, and it's like it can be do so it much is, good. It, it could is. do so much good. It could just do I, so much, but instead, it's like mostly, unfortunately, the, you know, it's never the better angels of our nature that comes out in the end. No, it's always, it is, you know, and that's why I've always what I've tried to do on the podcast and even online and stuff is like try to just talk about. I, I, I don't. I always feel like being negative and talking negative makes you feel bad as a person. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't mean guilt. I mean, I think you know what I mean. I mean, it's like that just gives me a sour attitude, right? Like, like you've said sometimes, you know, I don't know, you've had a rough week or work or whatever. Like the the getting on Twitter or whatever and starting having a Twitter war or starting to post bad reviews for Kong versus Godzilla. Like, how is that going to make you feel any better? <laughs> right. I, I don't get that negative on top of negative, I guess in math that, that, that creates a positive. But I mean, I, I, I just, I don't know. Some people just like to bitch, I guess. I, I think what it is, is I think that there are certain people that are, like you said, having a bad week or they're depressed or whatever, and they're angry and they're like, other people shouldn't be happy. You know, why? Yeah, there is that. There is there like, you know, you're like, Yeah. Yeah, I, you know I've, what I mean. I've and seen I that. think that it's, yeah. it's like, you know, you, you like this thing, and how dare you like this thing if it if I don't like it, and you must be stupid. You know what I mean? It's just, I, I, you know, I try, and like most of the things that I'm having issues with are, are external. You know, like I'm having difficulty at work, or you know, there's a lot going on. Yeah. You know, personally, and it's like you try, and it's that's not why, like a movie's going to destroy no, your life, or or way, even or even make it that you know, hey, I had no. a nice four hour bit of entertainment, and I could talk yeah. to my friends about it, and but it's still like I've still got to go to work tomorrow. Type as of a thing. matter of fact, it's yeah. opposite. The reason that I enjoy this stuff is because I can turn off the you know the other things, the, the business brain, and all yeah, the other stuff that absolutely. I have that takes my takes my thought processes up for. 50 hours a week and look just watch an old sci-fi show or watch the new superhero thing and i look forward to it it kind of there's that line in uh the original star trek that i always go back to in shore leaves box says uh the more complex the mind the more the need for the simplicity of play you know when Correct. they're on that shore leave planet so i've always felt like you know it's usually when i get my best you know thinking done something will you know i'll come up with something that i'm not even you got to sort of relax your brain and then if it's a thing at work or something else that i've been thinking about it's like huh yeah but when you're pounding your brain on it you can't really think about yeah. it you got to kind of clear your clear your head a little yeah. bit 
It's like if that's I'm what dreams really, do. You know, that's yeah. what that's what dreams at night do. They sort of clear the cobwebs. But um, I could tell you, like, if I'm having a rough week at work and I'm just like exhausted, and I I get it's sad Saturday, and you know, maybe we're gonna have D and D or something, and it's like I don't even want to think about having to do anything. I just I'm not in a great my headspace, but you do it anyway. And always by the end of it, you're you're glad you did. You because, feel better, yeah, yeah. You yep. know, you, you you kind of weren't. You were in a different headspace with your friends and. Pretending well, you to sort of have to drag. I always see it feel like sometimes when you're really that far down, you know, you have to sort of drag yourself to correct to it, through it somewhat, or at least to get started at it. Like, um, you know, I would sometimes, you know, back when people could go to movie theaters easily or whatever, you know, I mean, I would some some movie would come out over the weekend, and I would tell Lynn, I would say, you know, I'm only kind of semi interested in this. I don't know. I could probably just wait till it comes on, you know, cable or whatever, and. uh she says, "Oh no, she'll always encourage me. Just go because you'll you'll always feel better after, you know, kind of thing. You know, even yeah. if it isn't that good, you know, at least you get out of the house and just get, you know, a couple hours you're not thinking about other stuff." So, yeah. I mean, that that's the point of all of this junk. You know, we had exactly. one of our most cha- challenging yeah. years as a planet. Uh still going on, but we're we're, we're kind yeah. of coming coming through it. And I mean Superman hasn't taken over the planet yet, so no, we've still got a little ways to go. But, but these are the things like that are supposed to, you know, make make life somewhat more bearable. Like if you're having if you if you're lucky enough to have, you know, a, you know, a nice TV and, and, and some of these services where you could just watch yeah. a million things and you don't have to go out and endanger yourself if you're worried. Uh, yeah. I mean you know, these are this is this is not a thing to be negative about. And well, I also I just, thought too that I, I think it's people. I think we both have occasionally you'll run into somebody, or we've I'm sure dealt with this over the years. Where, man, I don't understand why you're so into that Star Trek or Star Wars or comic books, and and you know my what I usually say or think about that is I, I'm like, well, and I've been doing this a little bit more lately. Is hey, everybody has their thing, their like gets them excited or passionate about or whatever. Maybe you like to fish or maybe you like to play sports or maybe you like whatever it is, but you, I hope you have something is what I usually will tell them. This is just my thing, you know? So like you, I hope you have something because in this, like you said, Chris, with this world, you need something basically to balance things out a bit and more so than ever. So, I mean, like I, I, I'm totally, I don't care if you guys don't like any of this stuff or, you know, if you run into somebody who isn't into it, that's totally fine. But I do hope you guys have something because if you don't, wow, that that's a tough way to go through life. But that, I, well, here's what we are seeing is there are people that don't have something and then they're in the streets and doing stupid crap. Yeah. Um, no, you are. <laughs> you know, I say that to Lynn and I say that to other people I talk about it. I, I absolutely say those are people who who have been stretched to the point where they don't really have anything. Right. I think one of the things, you know, I think we both in in our early life, we gravitated to this stuff and we've been able to hang on to it a little bit and that other people don't ever find something that really gets them going. And that's unfortunate, you know, that's sort of, that's sad. And, uh, yeah, it is sad. I mean, but I mean, there's so much, um, you know, even if it was like for me, even if it's something as simple as I'm going to do some stuff in my garden today, I'm going to plant some stuff. I'm going to play, you know, yeah. just find something to fill your time with where you can just, and, that, and that's where sort you can, of positive and that doesn't just bring other people down or isn't destructive and all that. Boy, we're, you know, but well, we're in psychology territory here. You can tell, 
Yeah. Somebody's been to therapy since 2020. And I'm not saying who, but maybe. But it, it's just, um, um, you know, what, what I, what I like about it too is, is that the, you know, the other key thing I think here, here's my bit of therapy thing is, is that it's important to have, you know, other people you can talk to, you know, find someone else that, you know, kind of shares your interests a little bit too, you know, to some degree that you can bounce things off of a little bit. And, uh, cause I think that's the other key part of it. We, you know, people are, I think that's the other thing this last year has shown people are social, you know, even the most, you know, all these people saying they're introverts and they're, they're, you know, they don't like to, you know, people I'm like, yeah, you do, you do, you kind of do. Stop. You, yeah, you, you might just, you, you might not as much as you think you do, you know, and there's all different levels of that, but you kind of need that reinforcement. You remember that movie? And I don't know why this popped into my head. Um, the remake of Omega Man with the Will Smith one. What was yeah, that called? The, I am I am Legend. I am Legend, right. Okay. The only reason that popped into my mind is that you've seen that, right? Oh, yeah. yeah I yeah, read yeah. the book ages ago. Okay. And, um... Well, I'm not going to say too much about it except the fact that he's basically left alone. You know, when he's got this dog with him for a lot of it. But anyway, that you could see in the movie, you know, that's not a good situation. He's no, not, he's talking to like mannequins and stuff like that, you know, like, no, it is, it is not a good situation. It's not I mean, a good situation. That's not good for humans. Yeah. Humans are social. We like, you know, that's why, and like I've, I've, I've even brought up, I mean, this is a little bit deep, but when I went to a therapy session, let's say, um, that like a lot of the things that I do enjoy doing, like going to fest, like with my friends to go to act, something as simple as Oktoberfest, you know, and there's a bunch of people yeah. there and you get to see some, you know, you get to hang or out Comic-Con with Comic-Con for me and stuff, right? Comic, or, yeah, or you too, yeah. Yep. Yeah, we love going to conventions, you know, so that's sort of a sort of thing you look forward to and you might sit there and think, oh man, there's going to be so many people there, it's going to be so crowded, but like, it's always worth doing and that's just what we like it to is. do you as, don't as... remember that part of it at the end of it all right you no. don't remember having to park and walk so much no. you just remember we the to, experience um, you know we went to celebration you me and joe we had yeah. a, you know yeah. it was it was crowded we were jammed in, in the middle of a crowd yeah. of five thousand <laughs> people trying to watch the trailer and and everybody yeah. at home heard it and oh, saw that, it that, better. that that part that watching that last jedi trailer there yeah. literally we were like yeah we were it was like Oh man, I, that's happened a couple times at Comic Con for me. I, yeah. I think when some celebrities walk by and everybody's pulling up their phones, and uh, what happens in those circumstances is there's there'll be someone like it happened at Comic Con. There was a lady not too far, and she started to like literally freak out. She's like, <laughs> "I need to get out of here!" Like I, I'm like, yeah. and didn't weren't there a couple people near us that were kind of doing that at the yeah at Orlando too? And it's like because that does freak people out. You sure. know, and I, I mean, com- like, you having you surrounded being, by people, you know, you, you, uh, you, uh, and, uh, you and Joe and, and, <laughs> and also me, I'm, we're tall. So like for us, we kind of can. Yeah, it, a, it is probably helpful crowd. to be like over six foot because it's like, you know, if yeah. you're a little five foot person and you're caught in a crowd of people like that, that could be a little scary. I, I guess. It, yeah, it, yeah. For me, I can't imagine it. So for me, I'm just like I'm seeing over the crowd. And it's usually fine. But, you know, so these are things that I think we, we uh, that all these things are important and we've been dealing with it with because of covid. And I think because of yeah. covid, people are like their time is just stretching out so then you get these 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 the online nutcases and all this stuff yeah i think they're just just... yeah they've been alone a little bit too long as as the classic phrase goes they've been alone too long in their parents basements or something and uh they they need the you know we need to get people you know vaccinated and and get out there back in the world so so maybe although 
the toxic fandom thingy, you know, has kind of been around even before yeah. COVID. Although, boy, it, it it has been pretty intense. This, you know, whatever. But, but uh, I we mean, can't Star Wars the prequels. <laughs> yeah, the Star Wars people are. They got their well, and not just Star Wars, Star Trek too. You know, it's just oh, like yeah. uh, I saw somebody post something today, and it was something like, "Don't bash um, Star Trek." Oh, I know what it was. Okay, and then we should wrap this up. It, there was this rumor. There's this rumor floating around, and I always think there's just some guy that just literally sits down eight hours a day and just types crap on the internet and, and sees who who bites on it. But there were there was a rumor that Archer uh, Scott Bakula was possibly. Oh, right. Going to appear in in um, the Strange New World show, mm-hmm. right? And then one guy chimes and says something like, "Well, he'd be pretty old. He'd be like about 150 based on the timing." And mm-hmm. then somebody immediately under that wrote, and I didn't think his comment was all that. He wasn't really bashing anything or dumping on it. He was just saying a fact where, well, if you line up when the time frames are, he'd be like 150. Mm-hmm. And it's granted people can live longer in the future, but then then a person immediately under that wrote. Oh, stop crapping on crapping on Star Trek, and I'm like, the guy isn't really crapping on it. He's just pointing out a fact. I I, I mean, it, it's not like the Discovery people who just go, uh, that's a pile of steaming, you know, crap, you know, type of th- like like just there's no actual real comment they're posting except the usual like, oh, that's just a steaming heap of you know. <laughs> but I'm like, yeah, if 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 Captain Archer or Admiral Archer or whatever he'd be by then showed up on. Uh, with Pike and everybody, yeah, he'd be pretty old, unless they do some kind of time travel story or something like that. But yeah, anyway, who knows? It's just people making stuff up. But yeah, no, this was this was good. I mean, it's, I I I'm all like, I'm pumped up now. I want to watch it again tonight. <laughs> Maybe I'll watch it. Although I, I I need to watch the other two episodes of Invincible and a yeah, couple of good. couple of other things. Yeah. I, I, I'm not, I have a hard time watching multiple episodes of a, of a show in a row. It just isn't in my nature. So when I sat down and watched episode one, I'm like, okay, I got the rest of the weekend. I'll watch the other two. And I guess we're going to get one a week probably after this, I guess. I don't know. If, I think it's 10 episodes maybe for that. So I don't um, know how many, but it's, um, it's really, really well done. I'm, uh, yeah. It is a little freaky to hear the, the the people they got for the voices, though. I know because JJ, uh, yeah, J. Jonah Jameson. Oh my gosh, that guy's getting so much work. Uh, you know, good for him though. I did like his Gordon. You know, yeah, and <laughs> yeah, that that uh, we didn't mention that, but in in the in this in this version, he has a little bit more to do, and he's great. So he does have um, a little more, and uh, I still love the rooftop thing with you know, like how many there are of you or whatever, like the whole thing, and then. The greatest, and I'm glad Zach kept this. You know, the whole like they all, they, they he turns around and they all vanish, and and Flash is still there, and he's like, <laughs> oh wow, they just that's kind of rude, or, or you know, it's like <laughs> I, lo- I like that. It's like nobody told me. Uh, oh, they're all gone now. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but anyway, hey, this was fun. Thanks for taking some time today and uh, for doing this. And uh, yeah, we. Uh, we got to do some more gaming sometime too. If you ever get a free moment, yeah, I know, and that's it's just I know, I, you, I know. you know how my life is lately. So. I know how your life is, and we're all like, but maybe you know, maybe soon. I'm very, I'm very excited because I'm, uh, I'm getting my. I, I mentioned it to you guys the other day. I'm getting my first uh, COVID shot tomorrow. So yeah, I'm I feel, hopefully I feel kind of lucky somehow. Oh my gosh, well, the system. I don't want to get into a whole thing, but man, it's not good up here. It's like you literally have to sit there like you're trying to get concert tickets. You know, click, 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 CVS, click, 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 click. Oh, I'm in. 
you know. Well, I'm registered. My wife registered me, so yeah. Uh, well, all I can say is number. we none of the things, Chris, that we registered for here worked. Mm-hmm. We had to play uh, this game of like going outside of where we live, and and which you can do, and uh, you know, but uh, yeah. So it was, uh, but yeah, I'm excited about that. So, but yeah, Justice League Snyder Cut. Come on, Zach, come back. You you really want to come back? We'll show you some money. Give you some money. Give you some money, and uh, <laughs> give me the money. Show me the money. But uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. I don't know. I think we could. We'll have to. Do, we should do another show sometime related to this, but. I think that the the question really is not so much if they brought him back, but DC and what they're doing, it's just kind of a little jumbled, right? They got yeah. this young Batman movie coming. The Flash movie is supposedly happening. Is that still in the Snyderverse? It kind of has to be done. It has it? Af- it supposedly has Batfleck in it. So yeah, and so. and they're okay. They got the Suicide Squad movie coming. Um, mm-hmm. They're doing uh, Black Adam. Right, mm-hmm. and I th- and that's, think and that and Shazam are in that universe. I believe that Shazam got an is is yes, going to do another called, movie too. It's called so, Fury of the Gods. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, yeah, I mean maybe they'll just wait a couple of years. Who knows? We'll see what happens. But uh, I like the idea of maybe getting some shows for DC live action on HBO. I like that idea too. Yeah, me too. All right, buddy. Uh, right. That's that's going to do it for us this week, folks. Um, I'm going to stop the recording, but we'll say goodbye, and uh, we'll uh, talk to you again next time on Treks in Sci-Fi. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.